Alright, welcome into another exciting episode, well, introductory episode, really, of Geek Variant Interviews, starring the rock star of comedy, one of my personal friends and close brothers, Brock Turan. I'll say hi to the folks at home. What's up, guys? Hope everybody's doing well. Well, if you guys are completely unsure, Brock has been a touring comedian for, what, five, ten years now? Uh... This will be my seventh year of comedy. Uh, seventh year of comedy. Yeah, so it'll be year eight in October. Geesh, time flies when you're having fun. Always be yes. sure to hit that like button, hit that beautiful red subscribe button, and be sure to check out everything that we got going on Geek Variants. But without further ado, that's enough shameless plugs from us. Brock, let's talk a little about you and your rise to power. How did you even like get into comedy? How, how did this story begin? I know how it happened because I was there, but I want yeah. to tell people at home. So, well, as you know, I've always wanted to be a comedian, even in high school. Um, and then, uh, and the uh, comedian that made me want to become a comedian was Christopher Titus. Uh, I think I was a sophomore, or like I was going into junior year when he dropped that fifth annual end of the world tour. Uh, I think that's the first special you and I watched together, actually. Um, and uh, I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And, you know, we just always watched comedy growing up. And after we graduated, we started going to the open mics. And you knew I wanted to do it. So you kept trying to get me up there. And uh, I didn't have the balls to do it at the time. But uh, as your send-off told me i had to go up on stage <laughs> so i owe it to you for sure and after a long and strenuous journey because folks I, let me tell you it was at least what three to five shows it took a little bit of prodding to get you up there yeah yeah we were we well we were going uh to the club for at least a year so i think we yeah we went to like maybe 10 shows yeah, the Coma we Comedy like Club is where uh, you started. Yeah, yeah. That was my first open mic. You did fairly yeah, well was... <laughs> for your first open mic, considering everything was, you know, a set-up time limit. You didn't bomb, which a lot of the comedians that night, I will say, bombed. Yeah, well, I don't know how I didn't bomb, because Facebook likes to remind me every year of my very first time on stage with the video. And every time I watch it, I was like, I should have quit. Like, <laughs> I should not have done, I should not have pursued this. Because <laughs> it is terrible to watch. Well, if you've known anything about you like I have for like almost the past 15 yeah. years, which is painful to say out loud. I know. You are too stubborn to quit at something that you love. And you really enjoyed your time up there. Yeah. You could not stop beaming after you got up on stage. And you, were, <laughs> you were thrilled. It was the happiest I've seen you in a long time. And I was happy I was able to yeah. be there for that initial yeah. moment in time. But now that you've been working at it about seven years, who has been some of your favorite comedians to work with? You can just give off a list or you can give specific examples. Either way, the floor is yours. Yeah, so uh, I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of really talented comedians um, and at all different levels, too. Um, I would say, well... Uh, one comedian I love working with, I just got done uh, touring with him, actually, is Justin Ruppel. Uh, 
one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, very helpful, loves uh, giving advice and helping uh, the younger comedians. And uh, he's just an all around great guy. Uh, same with his friend that he brings on the road, Alex. Super hilarious, uh, great guy. And uh, I was also fortunate enough um, to open for my idol, Christopher Titus, uh, about a month ago. And that, that was an experience for sure. Um, I'm sure that was probably one of the most nervous of your I've career. ever <laughs> What? I'm sure that was probably one of the biggest moments of your career, like thus far, to be able to open oh, for absolutely. someone with that much name at recognition star power. I mean, he's got several specials under his belt. This man's been yeah. doing this for a long time. Yeah, and like he had it, you know, he's got movie credits, he's got, he's been on TV, like he had his own show on Fox, and like, I I look up to him because he's such a brilliant writer uh, when it comes to his material, and he does what I, I try to do, because I model myself after him a little bit, but he takes like real stories that aren't fun to look at because they're kind of painful to look at, you know, but finds the humor, makes it relatable, and it just helps him connect with the crowd that much more, uh, which is something I try to do. Um, and so to be able to work with him and have him uh, say he likes my uh, material and give me advice and stuff, just, just yeah, it's, can't really beat that. <laughs> Did he give you any tips or tricks for as far as the writing process he'd like to pass down maybe to some of the newer comedians, people who may not have dabbled too much? In? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the biggest, uh, the biggest thing, and it even sounds counterintuitive as a comedian, but it, if you give yourself permission to not be funny while you write, it's going to allow you to not edit your material before it even hits the paper um because that's one of the things even i to this day struggle with is like i'll like i'll have an idea or premise in my head i'll go to write it and then before it even hits the paper i'm like and eh, now nah, it's not good enough uh i gotta figure it out but you have you have to get past that as a writer um because it, it's the only way, because let's say you write something down that sucks. Like, it's just total trash. Whatever you wrote down is has the potential to, potential to lead to something greater. Um, and, um, but you have to give yourself that permission to just, just write. That's really it. Yeah, because you're already limiting yourself when you're getting out of the gate. And if you limit yourself going out yeah. the gate, there's only so much material that you're allowed to flow through. You just need to let it pour out, let it be what it is, and then you can refine it, edit it, mm -hmm. make it be what it is, or for lack of better yep. words, just fail forward. It's the best way to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of absolutely. And especially with comedy, is like what I like, I like to relate it to music too, because like musicians, you know, they have a recording studio or band practice to basically fine-tune whatever they just created. But as comedians, we don't have that. We have our open mics. So we're not going to know if something's going to work or not until we perform it in front of that live audience. And so, and that's good to keep in mind because that 
ties back into what I just said about not editing yourself before it even hits the paper. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what's good and what's not until a live crowd tells us it is. Which I'm sure is absolutely terrifying, but also at the same time, there's a level of absolutely. excitement when I, something hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, like, and especially, like, with me, like, you know me, I'm pretty, like, <laughs> um, if some, if I... You're harder on yourself than anybody else ever could be. <laughs> what? You're harder on yourself than any other human yes, being ever could yes, be. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was trying to say. So, like, when I have something and I perform it in a live audience at an open mic and it bombs, I'm, like, bummed out <laughs> uh, at first. But it, it, it is it is it can be nerve-wracking doing yeah. those. Open. And it does, like, yeah, I guess it does get easier. But um, as soon as you learn to accept that everybody bombs. But... Um, yeah, well, I can't remember where I was going with that. Yeah, but at a certain point, you just got to cross it off, throw it in the trash, and move yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But as far as like being <laughs> the rock star of comedy, like, yeah, as a musician, there are certain places that hold a special meaning to you. Is there any like special locations or favorite place you've been able to perform at? Absolutely. Uh, so I was fortunate enough, uh, very early on in my career, um, I. Uh, hooked up with the band Steppenwolf Revisited, uh, but it was uh, original members of Steppenwolf. And uh, just for legal reasons, I had to change the band name after the original band split. But I actually uh, hooked up with them and got to tour with them for two and a half years. And as a result, uh, I got to be the only comedian to perform and get booked at the Sturge's Biker Rally uh, back in 2018. So uh, I would say that definitely is one of the best places I've done comedy. Uh, I honestly love and quite frankly miss doing shows for uh, bikers because like, especially nowadays, everybody is all wrapped up in, you know, cancel culture and all that, whereas they, they don't care. Like, as long as no, you're funny, like free rain on the mic. Yeah, like as long as you're funny, they'll laugh. They're not going to be like, "Oh, that was funny," but you shouldn't say that about that. And yeah, but uh, I definitely loved Sturges. Loved working with Steppenwolf Revisited, and um, yeah, it was just an all-around great experience. And then another uh, one of my favorite shows I've done was actually for a charity. Um, and it was, a. Uh, am blanking on the charity name, but, uh, it's a charity that helps, uh, like burn victims, uh, specifically like children. And they, they just, they do a lot of great work. I was fortunate enough to, uh, do their celebrity poker night. Um, mm -hmm. and so I got to meet a lot of really cool people. Uh, Russell Wilson was there. Uh, Macklemore, Sir Mix a lot, like mostly local, uh, like people from Seattle area. Um, and then Steppenwolf was there. Uh, that's how I got on the bill. But yeah, I would say that was another great, great venue and show I did. Yeah, because I believe you posted something to social media akin to the fact that you had a photo op 
at this event with a Miss Washington or the Miss yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Washington was there uh, and she's great people. I still talk to her um, and uh, met a lot of really, just really great people, honestly. Um, and it, it's kind of funny. It's like people and like, I'm not a celebrity by any means, uh, but when people tend to put celebrities on this pedestal, but like when you hang around them and yeah, you have your b-holes every now and then, but um, they're just normal people. Like, like they just uh, want to have a conversation, enjoy their hobbies, go about their day and just live their life. They're yeah, just known they're, for yeah, and like, thing. yeah, so like everybody I talk to, like once, you know, once I got past the holy crap, it's, you know, so-and-so, uh, just if you just talk to them like they're normal people, like they're typically great. Like, yeah, yeah. I haven't really had any. I've had maybe a couple bad experiences. <laughs> yeah, probably nothing too bad to deter you to that point. Because, like, to this day, I have people from Washington, you know, the state that I'm from, will text me every so yeah. often, be like, hey, I just saw your friend. I'm like, uh, which friend? And they're always like, oh, I, I was hanging out with Brock. And I'm like, oh, you saw the Brock star of comedy. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I've been friends with them forever. Everyone's like, oh, I always remember you guys hung out together. You guys were always hilarious when you guys would hang out. You just went and did a whole bunch of stupid stuff. And I'm like, if only we you guys do that. <laughs> I'm surprised we're still alive, to be honest. There have been many almost uh, near-death experiences that uh, <laughs> some of them don't need to see the air. But, I mean, you can <laughs> no, laugh no, about no, off-air no. for so many reasons. But leading into that, <laughs> give the people at home any embarrassing stories you have on me that are not incriminating. I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> um, God, there's a... <laughs> We've been friends for 15 wanna... years, so that's why my, he's okay, like my... trying to find a story that fits this bill. That's not going to get us in trouble. Uh... <laughs> One of my favorites will always be we were at Ray's and we were sitting there drinking playing Halo like we did. And you ran to the window and because it was a low ceiling, smacked her forehead on the ceiling and fell back and landed on your back. Yeah, totally. You I landed on my I stomach. Don't I don't know how, it was like a full flip. <laughs> oh, that's right, you did. You did. <laughs> that would, for those of you who are unaware, yeah, that was one of my that, first experiences was... uh, dealing with four loco and clearly I took that L, let's just put it that way. Did not end well. Well, here's another one. I was thinking about this. <laughs> I was thinking about this story the other day, and it's going to prove how dumb we are. Remember when we tried to build a bridge out in the woods? Yes, and then we blew up a tree. We did blow up a tree, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I was allowed to bring that part up. But <laughs> do you remember we uh, stopped because we built the bridge? upside down <laughs> just so you guys know handymen are not in our qualifications there will never it, be a niche no category it gets with better us. Day, we're too stupid to realize we could have just flipped the thing over and we would have been fine what made you like think about this bridge I forgot <laughs> we did this and before anyone asked, we were teenagers who should have known well yeah, enough we were to stupid teenagers. situation. 
I think you were like 14 and I was like 16 or something. <laughs> I was that kid that hung out with people who are older than him. My best friend, for those of you who don't know, was Brock, who is considered by the societal definition as a little person. He doesn't identify yeah. as that, but that's what society will label him as. Yeah. I use the term that he appreciates the most. I'll get us canceled. And then our other yeah. friend, Ray, is a 6'6 African-American truck driver. So I'm weird by myself. You put him, and then you add Ray. We were bizarre beyond belief. Our friend group had no reason to exist, but to this day, 15 years later, we're still the best of friends, and we've experienced so many life or death situations with each other. You're just kind of like, well, we have to ride this out together. We know too much. It can't end. Oh, yeah, no, we, we all got dirt on each other. Ray is kind of hard to have dirt on, but. <laughs> I'm not going to say I do or I don't because you'll find out and the next thing you know it'll just be one of those dark, dark roads. So like, I, I know better than to mess with him. But before we get oh, too sidetracked, do you have any big plans in the work? Shows, merch, specials? Anything in particular yeah, you wanted so, to come on today? Um, yeah, so I got a pretty busy schedule in March, which is funny because I was going to take March off. But, but then I just kept getting booked. So I'm like, okay, I guess guess I'll wait till April. Um, but uh, no, so I'm going to be doing shows in Bremerton pretty much every Friday. Um, and then I got, uh, oh no, that one got canceled. Um, I'm going to be in Spokane at the Spokane Comedy Club on March 31st. Uh, so those are like the more near future uh, shows I got coming up. And then I'm currently in the works of uh, planning a uh, tour of Texas. Um, so that'll probably be summer. And then um, I think I'm also going to be back at McMinimins uh, this summer, as well as the Roxy Theater. So uh, just keep, uh, I keep everybody posted on my, social medias so definitely check that out uh it's instagram uh brock underscore tyranno um and then on facebook it's at funny man brock as well as youtube is funny man brock so you got a lot of big stuff in the work and then aren't you also part of a radio show now in your whatever free time you're able to spare yes yes um i'm glad you brought that up uh so a good friend of mine henry hagan uh He's a musician. I met him uh, doing a show in Olympia. And we are starting a radio station called uh, Show Us What You Got. And what we're doing is we're showcasing uh, local talent. We're going to expand once it gains more traction. But it's almost like a, a contest. So... We'll have musicians, comedians, poets, painters, just any type of art. And we're, uh, they go head to head and compete. And uh, we give them a little interview beforehand. And then the winner comes back for another interview where we uh, give them more exposure and try to help, help them out. Because when you're starting off in any field, um, it's always nice to get uh so have something to give you a boost so yeah, any little bit of exposure can go a long long yeah way. exactly exactly so 
Uh, I'm really excited about that. I also, um, and it's in the works, um, but I have a friend of mine uh, and he runs a magazine and he and I are partnering up. It's called P-I-F-F Magazine. And it's pretty much what I'm doing with the radio show. He's doing just with the magazine, uh, showcasing uh, local talent, or not not just local talent on his end, but just uh, mostly uh, does a lot of hip-hop artists. Uh, He had me on as a comic for an interview, and I'm really excited about that. That should launch later in the year, I believe. Uh, We're still kind of mapping that out. Um, but I'm really excited about that project as well. And as the years goes on, I'm sure we'll be bringing you back on for as often as we're able to gain your time, gain access to you, because, you know, as your schedule permits, you got a lot of things in the works, a lot of bigger things. Yeah. I'm sure eventually at some point there will be specials that people will be able to see, not just from going to the event, but from any other streaming services potentially. But like we yeah, said, absolutely. we don't know. You never know what the future holds. Right, exactly. It's definitely something I'm wanting to work towards, though. Any comedian wants to be able to say, hey, I had a special that aired on whatever service you want here. That is usually how a lot of people gain huge exposure, because like Kevin Hart was just that dude from 40-Year-Old Virgin as one of the background pieces of the next thing you know, one of his comedy specials dropped. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think it was... uh, special name, But I know which one was the one where he talked about his dad, I think. Yeah, everyone all of a sudden was just went off on this guy, how funny he is, how long they've been seeing him. Like, you guys just literally met this man. You guys don't even realize, like, what he's been in. But that's not usually how it is for comedians. But I'm still excited to see what the future holds for you. I'm sure I'd love to be able to have you back on closer to any of your tour dates. So catch up with you. Yeah. Make sure we can get plug your shows. Well, I'll grab dates for your shows, your merch, your specials, whatever you want. I just need links. Yeah, I'll drop them below. Let people decide what they want to go see, make sure to always go out and support Brock on Facebook, on Instagram. Are you on Twitter as well, by chance? Uh, no. Um, we won't say her name, but Babygate got me locked out of my Twitter. So. <laughs> oh, I remember so unfondly. Great. Geeks, it's not even like something that should be worth discussing on air. Just know my opinions are very strong and will get me canceled as opposed to him handling it the proper and hey, appropriate man, way. I have the same opinions, but now I make money off the story. So. <laughs> you found the right avenue for what you love. Brock, appreciate your time. Love having you on for the show. We'll be sure to check back in later on this year to see what other big things you got in the work. I'm Brent from Geek Variants. This is Brock and Durano. Be sure to hit that lovely red subscribe button. Subscribe button. We love and appreciate it. It's free. Hit that like button too. Help bump us up in the queue. Make sure to check out everything that he does. Be sure to subscribe to his stuff. Be sure to like what he does so you can see all the latest things pertaining to Brock. Check out the last of our other content. Thanks for your time, guys.